Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Catherine Pond. Please join me each week as I dive into a new witchy topic, along with occasionally sharing stories of growing up in the church and how breaking away from the church helped me embrace the witch I was born to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast. For July 23rd, 2022, the moon is in waning crescent. Some ways to work with this energy are cleansing, protection, closure, and repelling. And I can relate to this, especially the protection. I had an experience yesterday where somebody uh, came to where I live And I guess they were dropping off a family member or picking up or something like that. But they drove down the walkway, like they drove through the parking lot and then down the path that you walk to get to the apartments where I live, which I had never seen in the 12 years that I've lived at this place. So I walked up to the car, knocked on the window, you know, made the hand motion, like roll down the window so I can talk. Um, And I asked, you know, the woman just bolted out of the car. Well, yeah, she bolted out of the car and she's like yelling at me and everything. And so immediately I get defensive because it's my home, my property. So I can relate to that um, protection, defense um, energy of the moon right now. Um, Everything was fine. You know, she and I had some heated words, but she ended off, you know, going off and doing her thing but I you know stood strong and I made it clear that this is my home and I'm looking out for it and this is not how you do things you know um you know get your relative a wheelchair if they can't walk from the parking lot to their apartment whatever but you don't drive all over our grass and our walkway so there's an example of using that phase that energy from the phase of the moon um moving on the sign the moon sign uh for july 23rd 2022 is in gemini and gemini rules over shoulders, arms, hands, and respiratory system. Um, And this is a great time for um, any surgeries that you may have planned. Um, Overall, this is a good time for that. Uh, But moving on to this week's... Oh, wait. Hold on. Almost forgot the card of the week. Um, so the card of the week is the 10 of coins and the description of the card reads the 10 of coins means that you have stable, a stable home, um, and family and friends who care about you. This could be, uh, your parents, your grandparents, a good friend, or a family that you have chosen. It doesn't have to necessarily be biological, just like friends or chosen family a lot of times. Um, Be grateful for what they are uh, providing, whether that's physical 
tangible things, money, items, or just knowledge is another thing to be grateful for. Um, not to, I think it was last week, I was on the phone with my grandmother for like an hour and a half, and she was just sharing all this knowledge and information that she has about our ancestors. Some of it I've heard before, but still I listen because it's nice to hear it again um, from a person that on certain situations she had lived through and, and in other situations it was things that she's heard through, you know, her parents or my grandfather and his parents, etc. So um, that is another way of, of um, you know, this what this card is describing. Um, so yes, as usual, the card in the description of the card will be linked to all social medias, you know, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, so you can find it there. But moving on to this week's topic. So I will be discussing alcohol. Or as I'm sure you've noticed by the title, Spirits. And I chose that name particularly. Um, because um, alcohol is sometimes known as spirits. Because when you get drunk, depending on the amount that you get drunk, uh, there's tipsy and then there's plastered. <laughs> and a lot of people, they feel like their inhibitions go out the window and they say what's on their mind. And some people say that when people get that way, when they're drunk, their true thoughts, their true feelings come out and you just, you're not concerned about how other people take it or, or anything. Um, and so it's sometimes seen as you being taken over by spirits because it's not how you usually talk or act. Um, personally for me, I've had a very... Um, some, to some extent, unhealthy view of alcohol and a very, um, just, I don't know what else to call it. To me, it is unhealthy and it's not a drinking habit. I am not a big drinker. Um, I do on a very rare occasion drink, but my unhealthy idea and relationship, I, I think it's better to call it more of an idea of alcohol comes from my childhood. Um, I am sure there are other branches of Christianity that see alcohol in a whole different way. But when I was growing up, especially in the kind of church that I grew up in, my dad was a pastor of, alcohol was evil. It was, it was for the devil. If you drank alcohol, even if you associated with people that drank alcohol, you were horrible. They were horrible. You're all going to hell. So I grew up thinking alcohol was for non-believers. It was for people that didn't care about the world. It was for people that, um, you get my, you get, hopefully you get the point where I'm going with this. It was not a very healthy eye, a frame of an idea of alcohol that I had. As I got older, I remember, I want to say I was probably, I want to say about 15 or 16. Um, it's when my first memory of seeing my mother cook with alcohol and, um, she never used cooking sherry. She said she liked actual alcohol, which I've heard a lot of people say that, uh, drinking alcohol is better to cook with. And, um, 
And that just didn't sit right with me because my whole life for like 15, 16 years, I'm being told that alcohol is like this horrible thing. And then seeing my mother cook with it and knowing that she's cooking it for me and my siblings and my father and we're consuming it. Um, of course, this is a teenager's mind that's been like brainwashed. I'm thinking, oh, my God, she's going to get us all drunk and we're, you know, going to go to hell. Um, and I don't know what made me stop being so concerned about it. I don't remember that. But what I do remember is the first time I ever walked into the kitchen and saw my mom take a swig from the bottle uh, as she was cooking. And I was like, oh my gosh, my mom is like possessed. Satan has taken her over and that's why she's drinking because she would never do this on her own. And my mom never got drunk when she was cooking. It was just like an occasional sip from the bottle, as I'm sure a lot of people that cook with wine do. Um, Personally, for me, um, I just have never felt a need to cook with alcohol. I'm sure that if I did, it would enhance some of my food. But um, part of the reason why probably that I've never even explored using alcohol is because if I did, uh, it wouldn't be covered by my food stamps, which I believe I've shared that, you know, I'm on disability and all of that. So because of that, I get food stamps. And, um, you know, alcohol can be very expensive. So... But I have no complaints about my food and my food that I've cooked for other people. At least they've never said anything complaining about my food. Um, Maybe sometime down the road, I will. That is something I will explore. But for right now, I don't feel it necessary. But like going back to what I was saying about my mother, I remember just being so terrified for her, for her heart, for her belief, for her as a person. I was just so concerned. And then... um, I grew up and I moved out and I got introduced to people that drank and let's admit it, (laughs) I didn't meet the best examples of people that drank. I met people that, uh, you know, were alcoholics. I've met people that just can't have a meal without some form of alcohol. Um, And so in my mind, I'm like, okay, maybe this is the one thing Christianity had right. And as I have gotten even older, I have realized, no, that's not right. There are people that can totally control the amount of alcohol that they consume. And those that do have issues struggling with it, they need our sympathy and our understanding and our support. It's not something to judge people about. So I'm very grateful for that with my life, that I've gone through this whole I guess you would call it a 360 view of alcohol. Um, So that's my personal experience with alcohol. Um, But what got me interested in, you know, what kind of got the wheels turning of like, maybe I should do an episode on this was uh, actually several months back. I want to say like uh, ending of springtime on TikTok, especially there are like all these videos about how, you should not use alcohol in your practice. It's, um, you know, you're getting taken over by spirits and you'll lose the, the strength and the ability of your spell work and your practice. And I was like, this makes no earthly sense because uh, I believe I 
briefly mentioned this in an episode before talking about how I was going to do this episode. Um, There are people in their practices that either pour a little bit of um, alcohol um, for their uh, deity that they work with. Sometimes it's for their ancestors. Um, Sometimes they leave it on the altar for like a week and let you know, it be there as an offering. And sometimes they do the offering through themselves physically drinking it, but being like, you know, salute. This is going to you, insert deity or ancestor. Um, and that doesn't belittle their practice. That doesn't take away their their ability to do their practice or or take away the, you know all the knowledge and wisdom that they've gained through their time of um, their craft. So I wanted to put this out here and give examples of ways, healthy ways, um, to incorporate alcohol into your practice. Um, So starting off, um, breaking uh, a drinking habit. If you are somebody that, um, um, you know, has a drinking habit, or maybe it wouldn't be the best if you have a drinking habit and you have alcohol around. I saw that as an example floating around, but you could even just use it like if you have a bad habit in general uh, and you want to break it. Of course, you can look up uh, spells on how to do this, but I just want to give you guys some uh, topics, some ways, some pointers of of how to, uh, examples of ways to use alcohol. So for breaking a bad habit, you can use alcohol. Uh, For breaking negative beliefs and thoughts, uh, you can use it for that as well. I actually have an experience, a little story that I could share with you personally of how I've used alcohol to break uh, negative beliefs. So, as I mentioned, I do not drink very often. I can go a full year without drinking anything. Um, I want to say it was about April. Out of nowhere, I was like, I want some twisted tea. So I went to Stop and Shop and I picked some up. And this was my first time. I am going to be 38 on Monday. And that was my first time ever going to the store with the intention to buy alcohol. In the past, whenever I've had alcohol, it was, I was out with a girlfriend and she got a drink. And, you know, she kind of wanted to get me, you know, drinking with her so she's not alone. And so we would get a drink and we would get two straws and we would like split the drink. So I technically never drink a whole drink in one sitting because even when I went out and got those twisted teas I would drink half the bottle put it away and then a day or two later I would finish the bottle but I was like I'm gonna take this opportunity to do a breaking spell because when I was a kid my whole life as a child my parents would tell me that a especially me, all my siblings, but especially me, I needed to stay away from alcohol because of my seizures. Um, And my mom would always tell me this one particular story about this girl that she supposedly went to school with that had seizures and she went to a party and she got drunk and she almost died. 
uh, which of course terrified the living bejesus out of me. Um, so I never thought of drinking, but that <clears throat> those negative stories and instilling in me that it would kill me and all of that <clears throat> really made me afraid of it. Um, so I wanted to break that negative negative habit, especially considering I'm going through a time in my life where, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, where I'm really trying my best to break any negative beliefs or thoughts or feelings that were instilled by my parents or family members or anyone really. Um, cause now I am a grown adult and I can, <clears throat> I can, uh, make my own thoughts and beliefs and I don't believe that alcohol is bad. So when I opened that first bottle with the first sip, I said something to the extent of, um, you know, this is going to, I'm using this to break this negative belief and thought. And um, I think it took me, I think I took this first sip on a Thursday and I think I completed the bottle on a Saturday. Um, it was Saturday or Sunday. It was a weekend. And so it was a couple day process of me doing this ritual, if you will. And by the end of it, I felt so relieved, so light. And I didn't feel that negative connotation to alcohol anymore. Um, and so again, I have not had alcohol since then. And I don't plan on having it any, again anytime soon. Um, but I don't feel that fear towards it anymore. Um, um, as I mentioned, you can use it to uh, as an offering or to honor your ancestors and your uh, deities. Uh, and a, a god that uh, I work with on occasion is Loki. And uh, he loves alcohol. Um, some that he really likes are um, bad whiskey. Um, let's see here if I can pull up the list here. Um, I know I have it. Um, so, yeah. So, bad whiskey. Um, Brand name Old Granded, Old G R A N D D A D. Um, kid. Um, cinnamon flavored or other spicy liquors. Um, spicy rum or malt wine. Um, so personally for me, because like I have shared throughout this episode, I don't drink a whole lot. I, um, have not tried offering, uh, liquor to, or any form of alcohol to, uh, Loki. Um, but I do offer him my time, especially he really likes communicating with me when I'm out in nature. Um, uh, last week I went for a hike and it was like all the branches around me were like twisted and shaped like his horns on his helmet. And I just felt his energy. And it was a day where it was like 
all this chaos was just heading my way. And it wasn't that things were going crazy. It was that I was during that time, I wasn't able to get the desired answer that I was looking for. And so it felt like everything was super chaotic. And I felt him saying to me, this is me um, trying to get your attention because this is life. This is what happens. You don't always get the answers you want, but you are okay. You are fine. And you can learn from this and learn, because that is something, I'll admit, that is something I really need to learn. If I don't get my answer, my question answered the way I need it, or I don't get an answer at all, I get all stressed out and all bent out of shape. And I really need to learn that as long as I am safe, physically safe, and I'm not in any harm, just go with the flow. You'll get the answer eventually. It may not be the answer that you're desiring, but you'll get your answer. And I really appreciated that. And by the end of the hike, I think I hiked for like three hours. And at the end of the hike, I felt like a whole new person. Um, and I, I just, so that's my way of connecting with him and stuff. And you may, you know, whether it's Loki or some other guy, um, you may have a completely different way of communicating, but, um, um, let's see here. Alcohol also can, at least in the past, our ancestors, um, just used alcohol as to drink. Like we drink water, um, especially like, um, in the Bible time. I mean, there's stories of Jesus supposedly turning water into wine at a celebration. Of course, though, that's that was a wedding, so it was more of a celebration thing, and they ran out of the wine, which is another way of using uh, alcohol is for giving thanks. Um, and, of course, alcohol isn't the only thing that you can use in celebration, but, um, you know, I mean, you can light a cigar, you light a joint, whatever it is that you do, but obviously this week's topic is about alcohol, so that's why I'm using that example. Um, you can use it in rituals. Um, um, I've even heard of people incorporating alcohol in their burning, like burning rituals. Um, of course, be f- careful, uh, you know, whenever using fire at all. So, um, and you can also use it in healing as well. Um, especially very strong alcohol with a lot of big, um, alcohol, um, tolerance. Like, uh, that's not the right word, but hopefully you understand what I mean. Like people like, um, in the past would like throw uh, pour alcohol, like on cuts and stuff, and it would kill the the bad bacteria. Um, so you can use it in helping in healing yourself. Um, it's all your, how you intend to use the alcohol. Um, so with that all being said, I think that's where I'm going to leave this week's episode. Till next time.
I want to thank you for spending this time with me. I truly appreciate it. I will be back next week with a brand new topic. If you would like to keep up with the podcast in the meantime, the links to all social medias will be in the description of this week's episode. But in the meantime, I hope you all have a magical week. If you would like to join me in keeping the conversation going, you can do so by checking out the podcast over on Spotify, where each week there will be a question attached to the podcast and you can leave your comment. I look forward to hear what you all have to say.